He grabbed me by my hands and said he was afraid to die. I told him, it's too, it's too late, my friend. It's time to say goodbye. And he died inside my arms, blood all on my shirt. Wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind. AK-47s, Mac 11s, Glocks, and 9s. Why right do these niggas exist? Like, so Monte keep it on him. He didn't drop niggas. And Trigger, he be wildin'. He's some hot. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that was that. That's really funny, and people won't know why. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks, aka Young One with Himself. Special thanks to everyone out there joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Thank you, Keon, yep. as well, sir. Yep. Let's do this. What's popping tonight? Today is a good one. Yeah. Today's we got a, a lot of one. good. I feel like we have a lot of uh, really good topics for today. Um, yes, so sir. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and I got surprises. And I got surprises for you. Really? Yeah, for okay. sure. All right. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got to keep it fresh. But what's going right. on? What's going on first? Let's let's establish how we feel. What's going on? Anything interesting at all this week? Um, well, you know, uh, classes just started for me. I, up, I upped uh, my my uh, course load for this semester, so you know, my week schoolboy K. <laughs> uh, my week is you know has been infiltrated by homework and studying Sir. and reading knowledge and knowledge. So, um, you Sir. know, I'm I'm taking these classes. I'm still. Finding room in my life to continue fishing and going outdoors, but um, school is school is definitely back and it's taking up a good amount of my time right now. Um, but you know, Excellent. all all is well because I, I kind of like having I like having a schedule. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we're not at work as much. Like work is just kind of our schedule. But I like I like filling this uh, this this time that I have with with something mm-hmm. to do. Um, something right, productive sure. that is. So yeah, man. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, now, yeah. I mean, now that you've had, well, I mean, now twice your world or your your time frame shaken up. Right, right. <laughs> you know, now and 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 sort of emptied out the content, yeah. emptied out. Which again, a lot of it is working for people going to the yeah. job, clocking in, doing their thing, and clocking out. Yeah, you have to sort of reframe. You have to restructure all that on your own. So that is, that is interesting. Yeah, I downloaded this. Um, I downloaded this app. Um, to like, it's basically just like a planner. Um, mm-hmm. but like a virtual planner on your phone, and you just, you know, you enter what classes you're taking, and you can go into those classes, and you can put, you know, what you're gonna do each day for, you know, each, you know, said class. Um, so that's helping me stay organized and helping me, you know, just figure out what I want to do with this class on this day. And I'm and I'm glad and I'm glad you said that because I had a question to ask. One thing that you find extremely easy, whether you thought it was good, whether you knew you were going to walk into this and it was going to be easy or not, or it was a surprise and you came and you were like, oh, damn, this is surprisingly easy for me to figure out this or to do this type of work or this class is a breeze because of this. And then one thing that's kicking your ass, whether you knew it was going to kick your ass or it was surprisingly kicking your ass. Um. 
I think I knew. Well, here's the thing. It's I've only hold on. Can I answer that? I've only been I've only been in school for like a week now. Is is okay? Is well, that, what about like school in general? Um, You've been doing school, yeah. So school in general yeah. is something that's easy that comes easy to you. Whether it be like you're really good at essays, but you suck at whatever the fuck else. I don't know. Um, I don't know how you school I, I, okay. these days. I will say this: these because I'm I'm an IT major, and these computer classes, um, as computer savvy as I thought I might have been, some of the stuff <laughs> yes. that I've I've learned um, over the last year and a half or so have been a little like, oh man, I don't know as much as I thought. Um, I'm taking a class right now called database management. I'm using Microsoft yeah. Access. Uh, basically, it's like Excel, but on a whole nother level. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a, it's it's just very wordy. There's a lot of words yeah. and codes and things that you need to know. Um, yeah. And it really requires a lot of... Uh, a lot of studying and a lot of reading and understanding. Um, because if you don't know the definitions of these things, you won't know what to do with them when it comes time to put oh, yeah, the software. You know what I'm saying? Right. So database management right now seems like the class this semester that's going to kick my ass. However, I like to do really well in it. I'm hoping that I'll grasp it and understand it because um, halfway through the course, you can take this certification. It's called the mouse certification. Uh, Microsoft mm. Office Suite, um, MOS. Um, and if you pass it, one, you can, you know, jump into that field and kind of get a job. But two, right. I don't have to take the, I can take the course. I can take the, uh, the certification halfway through the semester. And if I pass it, I don't have to take the rest of the class. So I'm hoping hey. that yeah. I will understand the content enough to where I can take that certification and then not have to take the last like five weeks of that class. Um, yeah, for sure. One surprising class that I'm taking right now is ethics. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm learning a yeah, lot about right. um, learning a lot about uh, you know Socrates and uh, philosophy, and um, you know, it's it's I'm understanding it a little bit more than I thought I would because it just has a lot to do with just logic and reason mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, morality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just a lot of other things that I feel like I just kind of use on a daily basis, you know, logic, reason, uh, yeah. you know, understanding why people do certain things, understanding why others oppose those things. And well, really- you would well, you would hope you would hope that people are using this. But something yeah. I've that I've run into again and again and again is that when you start to learn something more and more, it becomes second nature. So then you start to project. And you assume that other people know what the fuck it is that you know, and uh-huh. that just isn't that just isn't the case, or that they think about things the way that you do. That's clearly not the case. So when you say you go and you're always making these moral and ethical judgments, uh-huh. and, and hopefully the most reasonable way you can at that time, uh-huh. that's yeah. I mean, people fall short of that every day. So <laughs> yeah. And another thing that I'm enjoying about that class, and I've never seen anyone else do this before, but my professor for that class. So, you know, like everything's virtual now. And this isn't a class where like I sit down at my computer and I use like Zoom or whatever. And there's some guy on the other end kind of lecturing to us. Um, Don't get me wrong. I appreciate that. But for this class, I don't have that. However, my professor has taken it upon himself himself. 
to make these, just make a YouTube channel and make a bunch of YouTube lectures that we can just go and watch at any time. So each week he'll release a new one and it's just him like walking down the street in his neighborhood, just using a little mic connected to his shirt and just kind of rapping, just kind of walking around the neighborhood, telling us about the lecture, talking about Socrates and shit. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, ah, this is, this is a pretty cool approach. I like, I like what he's doing there. And you feel like you're grasping, you feel like you're grasping the information in that way. I think that I'm grasping it better than if he were to just put up an announcement in Blackboard and would just, you know, just type, you know what I'm saying? It just, it puts right, a face, yeah. puts a face to a name. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I can go, you know, I, I'm kind of a visual learner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I can see the things that are happening in front of me, if I can have someone tell it to me versus me just like reading it out of a book, I tend to grasp things a little bit better that way. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. That's why I always liked chemistry. I had a hard time in mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> because, in, because in chemistry class, I was able to do all these things, but I, I could see a reaction. Mm-hmm. I could see some shit explode or some shit at least bubble up or fizzle or, you know, turn from one state to another in some way, yeah. shape or form. So, like, that was interesting to me. I liked yeah. seeing that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, no, no, just... Just working through three sheets of paper just to find out that X equals two was not tight for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really fuck with right. that. Right. And then, but, um, just, hold on real quick, real quick, real quick. No, no, I've no. already, I've talked about two of my classes already. I'm going to just tell you about the third one I'm taking. Um, the, right. the third class I'm taking is just an elective. It's, um, it's a customer service class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's a customer service. You need class. to go in there and tell them niggas what it is, right? You you need to go teach them. But it's it's a lot deeper than than anything that me and you have have than, done. Than, than us just talking shit about people, right? Basically, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you're I'll learning. Bet, a, you're you're learning a lot about you know uh, about really how businesses use customer service, how they're outsourcing mm-hmm. and offshoring, um, yeah. you know, different types of uh, work. And things like that. Um, it, it it gets a lot deeper than just you know you serving something up to a table or me bringing out a pair of kicks. Um, yeah. So you know, no, completely. It's 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 a cool class, and I think that I'm I'm gonna do well in it because it's customer service. So yeah, yes. <laughs> you'll be you you you'll be fine. Yeah. So my wacky, wacky journal. journal, wacky journal time. For people that have been listening to this podcast for a while, they'll know what this is, our word association game. For people that have not been listening in, it's just word, thought, this tennis. Is, Isn't that what is, I said? Yeah. This is going to be our I, first I, time. I, I kick, yeah. No, I was going to say this is going to be our first, our first time, time doing one face-to-face. Or, oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or, I believe or, so. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So I'm going to kick a word off the key on. Just off the top of my head, actually, no. I think I I, I kind of been planning this one now that I think about it because I've been some I've been thinking about because it has to do with our meaningful card. All right, that we're gonna get on to much later on. But I'm gonna kick this word off to Keon. Keon's gonna give me a word that strongly pops into his mind, and we're gonna go back and forth until we both have ten, I believe, and then we'll go back and sort of talk about why it is we pick these words. Clearly. Play along in your mind listening. You probably won't have any any choice, any option but to play along. So let's yeah. see what's going on. <laughs> All right. The word 
of the day that I'm going to start with, sir. And I serve. Hero. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, and honestly, I have no choice but to say Batman. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Because he's my favorite superhero. So. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, it's, and I knew that that was going to be the case. And that's also going to come up later. Okay. <laughs> Which is really, really funny. Um, <laughs> you know what word I have for this? I <laughs> promise you, this was, this was the first word to come to my mind. And we're, we'll talk about this, too. Murderer. <laughs> we'll talk, we'll come back and we'll go over these. But we've gone from hero to Batman to murderer. To murderer. Because, yeah. Um, murderer. <laughs> um, we got it. Murderer. Um, Is the way to use it. Incarceration. Mm. Incarceration. Okay. Incarceration. Private. 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 This is uh, you. Know what I like about this game is I know that the people listening are like, "How the fuck are they getting from like one of these words to the next?" Like, because everybody's um, mind works completely differently. So right, right. I can only imagine what's coming up in other people's minds as we go through this. Um, private. 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 You know, it's because I, I I try I sit over here and I just try to come up with a, just a really good relevant word. <sighs> Private. Bathroom. Hmm. Understood. Bathroom. I'm going to go with racetrack. <laughs> um yep i'm just going with the okay. first yep um mm-hmm. racetrack yes sir ass whooping. Well, wait what did you just say ass whooping <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> that's funny okay Adolescence. Um, Adolescence. One of my favorite words. Nostalgia. Nostalgic. I knew it was going to, when you said favorite words, it was either going to be nostalgic or it was going to be audacity. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I love those two words. (laughs) Yeah. I love using them. And, and, And I'm going to say audacity. To nostalgic. <laughs> okay. Um, audacity. Confidence. Mm. Okay. All right. 
tightrope. Tightrope. Balance. Balance. Ooh. Okay. Let's see. Always. Always. Time. <laughs> Time. Paramount. Movies. Indeed, indeed. Okay. Movies. <clears throat> Underwhelming. I'm really going to have to explain that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really gonna have to explain why that came to my mind because I don't want people to just think that movies are just like a fucking waste of time. That's not what it is at all. But underwhelming. Um. Underwhelming. Mm, Hot dogs uh, at baseball parks. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um, underwhelming, underwhelming, <laughs> disappointment, disappointment. All right, that is it. Oh wow, that went by fast. That is it for us. Yes, ten each. You ready to go back through these? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Tell people how, show people how our minds work. <laughs> I said hero. I said hero clearly because we have a meaningfulness card that we will read off later. That says, who are your heroes? And we're going to, you know, get into that a bit. You said Batman. Batman, because Batman is your favorite hero of all time. Yes, Batman is my favorite superhero. I said murderer. So here's the thing. <laughs> and we're, we're going to get into this later when all we right. get into hero talk. <laughs> Batman <laughs> kills a lot of people. Yet he... Claims no. not to. <laughs> but he what? Doesn't he claim? No, or no, that's Superman. That, that said, yeah, I was I about to say, him. yeah, no, Batman does not claim any of that. He killed. Now, what's interesting is they don't, they don't really accentuate that in the movies. Uh-huh. They don't show him shooting somebody in the face or snapping someone's neck necessarily. Uh-huh. Even though I kind of seen him do that before. Because when he's whooping people's asses, sometimes the way he's hitting people is is crazy. Like because these are regular like thugs. These are regular people in the street, uh-huh. like you and me. Like uh-huh. if we decided to go out and rob a bank, it would be Batman coming and whooping up on us, and that's clearly not a fair fight. Like so, he's he's really sometimes he looks like he's killing people. But in car chases, there are plenty of times when he's shooting stuff out the Batmobile, blowing up cars, flipping uh-huh. cars over. There are yep. people in those cars. Yep. People are dying. They just don't yep. accentuate the fact that people are dying. But he yep. definitely kills people. Yep. So I thought that that was interesting. Okay. So that's my take on Batman, murderer. 
<laughs> you said incarceration. Yes. Sounds pretty. Sounds it's self-explanatory. Pretty, you know, straight, straight, yeah, straightforward. You you murderer for the most part. You you go to jail. <laughs> for the most part. For the most part. Private incarceration. So it makes me think about privately owned prisons mm-hmm. and the fact that there are a lot of people that own prisons that have real weird shady deals with judges and try to get a higher percent of in, of incarceration so that they can get you know work done free because it's it's free work it's slavery at a point in time you just you're just getting free work for other companies and this and that it's like a we, it's a weird system privately owned prisons are just a weird system so i don't know so, if you've heard but uh biden is like putting in an executive order to essentially shut down private prisons to uh push racial equality mm. I thought that's why you said private, but you. Yeah. Oh nah, that's oh, why. Yeah. No, I just thought it probably. Put, yeah, no, that's crazy because yeah, people are hoping oh, there can be so many people that don't like that. Of course, course. <laughs> there are going to be so many people with some real money that really benefit from that that are going to try to. I I, I mm-hmm. hope the best for that man. <laughs> <laughs> I truly do. Um, you said bathroom. It's one of the bathroom. most private, private areas. Private bathroom. It's one of the most Just, private okay. areas it, there is. It should it should it should be if people aren't be. kicking the door in you when you're taking a shit. Right. <laughs> or people peeking through the door crack <laughs> looking at you. Um <laughs> to which I said racetrack. A lot of times I think my mind just goes to the most extreme most extremes of things that I've witnessed or something like that before. I don't know why. I just like to shake things up in my mind, I guess. So Bathroom, I just think of the, some of the nastiest bathrooms that I've seen because I've been in some nasty-ass bathrooms before. And I see that little fucking racetrack around the tub that people have. Okay. <laughs> those those <I'll>, dirt rings. <laughs> you, you, you're still trying to put it together. Like, wait, where, yeah. where does waiting, racetrack? I was waiting for the punchline. <laughs> yeah, you see that little okay. dirt ring around people's tubs. And I've just... Because clearly that means that they take baths Right. I would assume, and that they just allow the the level to get there, and they wash themselves off. So now you're just sitting in a, in a pool of dirt, essentially, right. a right. lot of dirt, and then you just allow it to sit for long enough. So when you drain it, now there's just dirt everywhere, and you never clean your tub. Anyway, yeah. So racetrack. That's that's what I call it. And it's it's and it's terrible. If you got that bathroom, go clean your clean your bathroom. Like it's called it's called a, a bathroom, a bathe room over UK. Or in some places here, actually, wash closet. You'll see Com- WC in some places. It's, it's, it's no, yeah, like clean. It's known by many names. Place, <laughs> you don't want to go to a place called a bathe room or a wash closet, and you can't go there and come out cleaner than when you walked in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's like that's crazy. So yeah, just if you got a if you got a tub like that, how you like you don't. There are certain things that human beings can do, and I think. If you observe enough, you'll you'll get a really good reading on them. That to me says I don't really care too much about things. Like I don't really, I don't really care about me. Yeah, I don't like the the, the small the small things that you got to pick up. If you just if your bathroom looks like that, you just got dirt rings around. You don't really, you don't care about a lot of things. Okay, you said racetrack. Uh-huh. You said ass whooping. Yes, uh, take it, it away. Race tracks are one of the things that my grandmother used to try to whoop my ass with back in the day. A uh, little orange Hot Wheel track. So uh, that's what I thought of. <laughs> Maybe I should have said trauma. But instead oh, I damn. said adult. 
<laughs> but I said adolescence. Because for me, getting my ass whooped was quintessential to my adolescence. Yes. I got my ass whooped so many times. I got stories for days. I can't even. I used to get my ass whooped all the time. <laughs> all, all the time. Backhanded in the face because I was, you know, sitting at somebody's house, a friend's, Reginald's house. Call my dad up. Hey, dad, can I spend the night? No, you can't spend the night. Bring your ass home. All right, cool. Hang up the phone and just stay there. I would just just blatantly, yeah, defiant, blatantly defiant. I just stay there. 15 minutes later, he pull up. <laughs> RJ's mom be like, hey, hey, Earl, like your dad's out front. You got to go. Shit. And I just get in the car. He's just like, what the fuck? Just, I, t- I told you, called me. Ask me if you could stay. I told you no. You decided you were going to stay anyway. Like, what? Like, what is wrong with you? So, yeah, just just ask woman. Me, the bacon story of me eating up all the bacon in the morning at breakfast. And then, and I was grounded at this point in time, so I wasn't supposed to be out anyway. And then they tell me, Earl, go get bacon from the store. And I leave the house, 9 o'clock in the morning, go get bacon. And I'm on my way home with the bacon. And then I see our old friend walking down the street with a basketball. And I'm almost home. And he's just like, let's go play ball. Wow. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, and they're, they're waiting at the crib for the bacon, too. Yo, you clearly. Like, and you I was like, fuck it. Let's go play basketball. And I go play basketball. And then I didn't come home until like 5 p.m. I, I, you, uh, Nick, <laughs> I was hanging out all day. <laughs> you were just asking for it. Like you, <laughs> I nigga. used to get my ass whooped all hey, the time. This nigga was numb to the discipline. Like, you just numb to Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of thought, okay, if the worst, and that's why I am a true believer in you have to try to find another way to get through to your to your children. Because mm-hmm. if you're telling me that all I have to do is withstand this 20-second ass whoop, because you ain't whooping ass for that long. You gonna get whipped. You ever see, you ever just, just, ob- just observe an adult whooping a child's ass ever if you get a chance. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not gonna last for that long. Yeah. If you ever been it, in a fight or been in a boxing match or anything like that, you get winded if you're not a professional, if you don't know what you're doing. Right. You swinging that belt and whatever it is you're doing, you got a good 20 seconds in you before you start getting winded and don't want to whoop ass no more. And then on top of that, they're trying to lecture you while they're doing it. So they're they're talking. They're trying to catch their breath. Yo, hey, yo, my dad used to. Like, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. The lecture during the ass whooping might be the one of the funniest things ever. My dad used to be like, he'd be like, oh, oh, you, oh, why are you screaming? Oh, it hurts. Oh, you think? Oh, no, it don't hurt you. <laughs> no, it don't hurt because you grown. You're a grown-ass man, right? Cause you, out, you out here acting like one, so you must be. No, nah, you don't need to scream. No, nah, it don't hurt. It don't hurt. Come here. Come here. <laughs> bro, Yo. bro, getting your ass whooped. Oh, my oh. God. Why, dude, is also trying to instill some sort of wisdom in you is fucking hilarious. That is so funny. Bro. Oh, my gosh. That is oh crazy. Oh, my gosh, bro. There was one time where... <laughs> Like, my bathroom was connected to my room, so I went to the bathroom. This was the bacon story, actually. I just went straight downstairs because my dad, when he got calm, that's when I knew it was a wrap. Like, he wasn't even screaming. I walked in the house, and they were all just looking at me. And he was like, he was like, 
He was like, go downstairs. I'll see you in a few minutes. (laughs) 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 So... <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, you already my know. God. <laughs> oh, I see you. Oh, my God. I was I'll terrified. I'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> I was terrified when he said that. I was like, man, I'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> right. Like, oh, he's, he's, shit. He is just oh, holding man. up all of that anger inside, and he's just being real cool, calm, and collected. But he, but once he lets that out, once he unleashes, <laughs> it's gonna all be on my ass at one point in time, nigga. I'll see oh you God. in a few minutes, bro. But look, so this is how I continue. Part of that. <laughs> oh, what oh, I says, I'll see you. I'll see you in a few minutes. I went downstairs, so I went straight to the bathroom that connects to my room because I didn't want to. I just sit there and like wait for the door to open up. So I went in the bathroom. Uh, (laughs) Nigga. I opened up that bathroom door and he was standing in the middle of the room with a belt. And I tried to go back in the bathroom. He was like, like, oh no, come on out now. (laughs) 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 I peeked out the bathroom. He was standing there. I tried to shut the door. But he was like, oh no, come on out. Oh my gosh. And so the way that it was is he oh wouldn't necessarily gosh. he wouldn't necessarily have me like sit down or Ooh, or, or turn around or whatever. It was just a it was, all the doors were closed, but it was a free roam ass whooping. That means that he just started swinging with the belt, and I was just running all around the room, just trying to dodge and get out the way. <laughs> And he's just chasing after me in the confines of this room, just whooping my ass with his belt. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Can oh. can I tell a quick ass whooping story? Like, oh my god, please, in, yeah, go for in, it. No, do it. In the in the midst of our word game, um, oh my gosh, my me, my dad, my my family. I'm sorry, my yeah. my parents and my siblings. Um, we went to uh, Bush Gardens. Uh, on, we went on a family vacation. We uh we went to we we drove down, like got up early, drove down like on a Friday or some shit to Bush Gardens, spent the entire day at Bush Gardens, got a hotel room, um a- after Bush Gardens, and then woke up the next day, drove to the uh to Virginia Beach. That was the weekend. That was what the weekend was supposed to be. Um, and we were going on a fishing charter in Virginia Beach. Me, my dad, my brother. So we go to Bush Gardens. I go. You know, I, I'm like ah, 13, 14, maybe like 12, 13, something like that. And so I go to this gift shop. I say I I, I mentioned the age because I, I, I was alone. I was walking around by myself alone. It was it was the point where, like, your parents would tell you, meet me here at right. this time. I'm giving right. you the power to go and right. do your thing. And and right. be by yourself. You meet right. me here at this time. Right. Okay. So I go into this gift shop. <laughs> and for what what something comes over me and says, Yeah, we're gonna steal something today. We're gonna take something. Gonna, yeah, gonna, oh <laughs> so, something comes over me and says, Yeah, we go, we gonna take some shit today. This is gonna be the day, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 
I go in there and, you know, hindsight, I'm thinking about what I took. <laughs> this shit wasn't even worth it. Like, I don't even know why I took that shit. It was one of them fucking pins. You got a keychain. <laughs> no, it was shit. It might be worse. It was one of them fucking pins where it had like the little four things on the top. You can press it down and just choose a different color of what you wanted to write, what color you wanted to write in. Green, red, blue, black, one of them joints. But it had like it was it had like candy on the inside of it though. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was the so, real appeal to it. Yeah. So Okay. So I take it, I like put it in my pocket or stuff it in my pants or something like right. that. And so I start to walk out of the uh the gift shop. All of a sudden, I just feel I just feel this. Mmm, hand on the shoulder. I just, I just a felt firm a, hand on the shoulder. I just, I just felt a person's hand on my shoulder. I turn around. There's just some white guy in plain clothes, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I work for the park. I saw you take that item. Uh, so I need you to follow me." Ooh, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" All you know, my heart drops into my stomach out my ass like and so we we go to some back portion of the park i'm sorry oh, don't get me shit. wrong he did show me he showed me some id uh if any if anyone's wondering um, okay yeah yeah for, for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure i'm about to say i'm about to say hey little boy no he he showed, he showed the me the park come with me he, he showed me some id uh, so yeah, we go back yeah. to the back portion of this park where like employees are at. Um, and you know, he's got me sitting on this bench and he looks at me and he was like, he asked me, he was like, are your parents here? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he was like, they have a cell phone. And I was like, yeah, he was like, all right, so we can do one of two things. You can call them from my cell phone or we can announce your name over the park speakerphone and have them come 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 to where we are. Okay, well, <laughs> now you knew better than you knew better than that option. I was about to say, now don't do that. To, don't don't you embarrass no black parents. <laughs> don't you have no 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 black parents? Yeah, we're going to need the Harris family to come and get their badass Harris child. Caught stealing because he's a black person and that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, just just imagine. Would the Hooks family please report to to blah 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 <laughs> over the entire park? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. So no, I I didn't take the latter option. I called my family. Um, I he spoke to them. I didn't speak to him. He spoke right. to them, told them what happened, and had us, you know, had them meet me at some place. So here I am, just taking this walk of shame, this walk through the valley of death, just yes. to to where I meet my. <laughs> but you should fear no evil. I did. I I, <laughs> I, I knew what was coming. I, I did fear the evil. <laughs> I knew what was coming. Um. So we met up. And, you know, of course, uh, you know, my parents are not happy about what's, yes. what's going on. And so 
you know, we we spent the rest. Of, you know, we I didn't it didn't ruin the vacation for everyone else. So I, to say, nigga, like what happened? <laughs> I I wasn't allowed to do anything else that day in the park, but I followed my family around, watching my brother and my sister have fun. Oh, so you uh, didn't even get an ass whooping? Oh, oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, there yet. oh, okay. <laughs> so we leave the park. We go to the hotel room in which we stayed. Um, and you know, it was one of them joints where they had like two bedrooms. Um, and so, you know, my dad tells me to go back to the room that they were staying in and wait for him there. Uh huh. I go back in there. I'm waiting around. And so, you know, just started getting my ass whooped. (laughs) (laughs) Just started getting, you know, uh, I think it was with a belt or something. Just started getting my ass whooped. Um, And but you know what's funny though, I was like, I was like a budding teenager then. You know, I had just hit that teenage, Mm -hmm. uh, that age where it's just like I almost, I almost felt like I was too old for this shit. But Mm -hmm. obviously, I'm not because I'm out here being a thief. Were you out here getting your ass whooped? So yeah, and I'm also I get, but um yeah, so that happened, and uh, you know we went on down to Virginia Beach the next day. I was still allowed to go on a fishing charter only because it was already paid for. And my dad was because uh, I don't know if you know anything about fishing charters, but them shits is like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars a person. Yeah, so yeah. you know he wasn't going to waste yeah, that money. You still, you still got to go, but he wasn't happy about it. Oh no, nah, no! Somewhere yeah. inside him, he wasn't happy about it. But yeah, um, sure. yeah. So that was the time I got my ass whooped, and also one of the dumbest things I've ever done. <laughs> and we move on to nostalgic. <laughs> nostalgic. That you said adolescence. adolescence. But, um, yes, and well, you, yeah, you I said mean, nostalgic. Yeah, nostalgic. You know, when you think of your adolescence, I, it's nostalgic. You yeah. know, I think about my childhood. You know, Mm -hmm. often I think I remember things from my childhood. I remember things from my adolescence. Um, I remember those things that were awesome. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The music I was listening to Mm -hmm. in the the backseat of my mom's car, uh, in the backseat of her Geo Prism. Uh, You know, I I think about the block parties, you know, back in my Mm -hmm. grandma's house in Southeast. Um, You know, I just I think about playing, you know, meeting up with all my cousins, um, you know, and, and having a good ass time. You know, Playing basketball, like riding bikes, walking yeah. around the city. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll talk to girls, maybe, like, whatever the case may be. Yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, audacity, nostalgic. Yeah, just, just audacity to me. It's extremely audacious in the adolescence, yeah. which brings you along the nostalgia. Yeah, extremely audacious. Doing yes. what, whatever. Did not truly, and just could it. It wasn't even an option to try to weigh the pros and cons in, in a way that was efficient. It just mm-hmm. wasn't ineffective. It just wasn't even a thing. It's like, I want to do this. They're telling me I can't, or I know it can't, but something I've expressed before was I was a habitual line stepper. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to always, I just saw things out the box. Okay, you tell me that I got to be here at this time and do things this way. But what if, what if not? <laughs> right. <laughs> that that was my mind. That's always been that's always been my mind. That's my mind today. Well, what if not? What if I don't want to? What if I want to be here at this time doing it this way? What mm-hmm. happens then? Oh, what just happens is this person's upset at me because I didn't do things the way they want to. Maybe I get my ass whooped, maybe I don't, but now I have this a completely different experience that 
I wouldn't have had before if I had just stayed within the box. And sometimes that's that's a win. Sometimes it's a loss. Mm-hmm. But again, you know me, I'm always thinking that you can derive some wisdom out of the losses anyway. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a win somewhere down the road. <laughs> um, you said confidence to audacity. Yeah, I just think that um, a lot of people that, you know, have the audacity also yeah. somewhat have the confidence. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think that everyone that has the audacity is just doing this shit out of just sheer whatever the fuck. I don't care in this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you got to have some type of confidence level in mm. in in what is going to happen or or, you know. Or yourself. How it is how it is you're going to be able to overcome the repercussions. Right, right, right. right, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because again, that was it for me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get grounded or I'm gonna get this 22nd ass woman. In so in order for me to live my it's a sacrifice at the end of it. I I wasn't conceptualizing it maybe necessarily that way, or I couldn't articulate it that way back then. But I, I believe that to my core, that's what I thought. Okay, this is sacrifice. In order for me to live the life that I want to live and do things I want to do, I have to get my ass whooped every now and again and and possibly be grounded. But even when I get grounded, I'm still going to find ways out of that and still do what I want. So they're going to have to find something else for me. These <laughs> ass whoopings and these groundings aren't really going to work. Like you got to find something else. Um, Tightrope is what I said. Walking, walking between confidence and complete delusion of you mm-hmm. feeling as though you can do whatever it is you want to do with no repercussions. You're the God. You are the man. You can, you can do whatever you want to do. And there will be no repercussions that you can't surmount. And that's not the case. Sometimes you're going to get hit with some shit and life comes at you fast sometimes. So you have mm-hmm. to be aware of that too. But again, that comes with maturation and being able to truly justly analyze pros and cons in any given situation. So that's the that's the the tightrope walking. You said balance. Uh you know, whatever whatever it is, the tightrope, whatever tightrope it is that you are walking on, whether it be mm. literally or metaphorically, you don't need some balance. Mm-hmm. You don't need some balance. 1000%, which I said always because when we're talking about finding balance in whatever it is that you're doing, it could be your diet, you know, you exercising, you know, it could be you wanting to maybe drink alcohol or something like that, but you don't want to go overboard. You are on that tightrope. So you need that balance because on one side is alcoholism. So you don't want to fall on that side. Right. No, so, no, no, no. Yeah. So no matter what it is you're doing, I feel like if you're going to be living a conscious state a conscious life you have to constantly be asking yourself or be aware of the balance in whatever it is you're doing okay i did this today what am i going to do tomorrow okay i ate this thing what am i going to eat now just being mindful of of the balance in your life you said time to always um i just felt i just time is always and forever time is always (laughs) yeah to which i said paramount because i believe that time is the most precious it, it mm-hmm. is the luxury. Without it, well, we don't quite know what we have without it. Mm-hmm. Like once this ends for us, we don't quite know exactly what it is. So while we're here experiencing this as a, as observers to this life, it's extremely important to take note of how you're spending your time. You said movies, Paramount Pictures. Yes, Paramount Pictures. <laughs> I also thought about saying King's Dominion, but I chose movies instead. 
Um, but yes, it. I, when you said Paramount, first thing I thought of was movie production. To which I said underwhelming. You said movies, and it made me think specifically about something that I just watched. Okay. And I thought that was underwhelming. Okay. And that isn't necessarily even a movie. It's a it's a Netflix series, Lupin. Have, have I talked to you about this show, Lupin? I don't think so. Well, listen, for anybody out there that watches this show or is about to watch the show have heard of it, I'm cool with the show. All right? It's fine. I think it's lukewarm. I think it's it's tepid. It's the thing is, I like the idea of a con man because that's what it's based around. I like the idea of a suave con man going and you know finding his way, having some sense of of duty right. and right righteousness, and trying to find his way through it, and finding that balance between doing what it is you want to do and manipulating, but also trying to stay on the straight and narrow, and and having a purpose for what it is you're doing, having some code behind the manipulation and things like that. But the guy they cast to do it, mm. he that could, didn't that can make a break. I know. Break. I don't know. This is the thing. I don't know exactly what it is people truly look at when they're watching films. It really, really matters to me what the actors are doing. Everything that they're doing. Because I'm really looking at them. Mm-hmm. And when you're going to have that type of person, I need... I need a suave person. I need the type of person where it seems like they truly don't have an identity. They are whoever they are at where they are, whoever they have to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's like a true con man. Right, right. And so and so you have to be the type of person where I believe you have let go of all of your facades, mm-hmm. all of all of these different veneers, all these other different shades of like who you are realistically. And you've, You've let all that go and you realize I am going to be whatever I am in the moment. Mm. That's that's a, a true con man. And I just didn't really get that from this guy. I just I just felt like he was reading the words from the script <laughs> and and putting on the different makeup and, and clothes and disguise and stuff like that they, they had for him. But I didn't really get that he could pull that off in real life. I didn't I just didn't get that. So that was uh, the underwhelming part for me when it came to this show Lupin. Yeah, give give it a, give it a shot and tell me if you think the same. They're like forty five minute episodes. It's not it's not too bad. Um, real quick before you move on, I mm-hmm. watched a movie yesterday. Um, I won't say that it was underwhelming, but it's one of them joints that I feel like you need to watch one more time to try to understand understand it the okay. best you can. I watched Tenet yesterday with um, um I it, John David Washington, Denzel Washington. Yes, son. yes. Um, one, let me tell you. That man sounds just like his dad when he speaks. I know. Um, I know. I, I've, I've watched him in plenty of things before. I used to watch him. I used to watch Ballers with okay. Rock in it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I stopped watching it. But yeah, he yeah, he definitely sounds just like him. He's got the yeah. same cadence, like the same. Yeah, yeah. The same sounds... sort of straight driving force with his words. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. sounds just like him. That movie is, it's kind of, it's kind of confusing. It's, it's, it's kind of tough to follow. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it it's very fast paced. It just moves from one thing to the next. Uh, there's yeah. it's it's yeah. If you get a chance to watch it, you know, you know, I don't know. You're, I'll definitely get a yeah. yeah it a check it out. What'd you watch it on? <laughs> Amazon Prime. It's you okay. can rent it for like five ninety nine right now. Bet I got somebody with an account. Bet 
Uh, <laughs> you got somebody with an account. <laughs> to which you said disappoint. Underwhelming. Disappoint. Yeah. S- synonymous. Yeah. Yes. Understood. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, that was a good round. That was yeah, it. it was. That, was, that yeah. is that is session four for us. That is okay. our fourth one. Cool. Fourth installment. <laughs> what I would like to move on to is is a type of hero. All these things, honestly, they're they're someone's hero. Mm-hmm. They're it's, they're different. There's levels to this. So there are different types of heroes and heroes for different reasons. Batman's out there and he's saving people. He's going over Gotham City, grabbing up thugs. Where is he? Always looking for the Joker <laughs> and shit like that. And then, but he's but he's murdering people, and we we allow him to sort of get away with that. We don't focus on it too much, nope. right? Nope. And so these are every, different types of heroes. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say every building or thing he he blows up is not vacant. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like there be, and to be honest with you, there've been some civilian casualties. Like there's had to have been, there's had to have been some collateral damage when he's blowing up bridges and uh-huh. buildings. Like someone else had to die. You don't know if it catch too many, like a, a load of people on the Gotham streets. Actually, no, uh-huh. people die. People die. Um, but the next type. So I want you to bring this in because you read about it. Which was Mer- the state of Maryland? Yes. So go ahead. The state of Maryland um, is basically—I don't know if it's it's a law or not—but however, it was ruled in the state of Maryland that rap lyrics could be used in court cases to basically put niggas away. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rap and, lyrics are being ushered into the court of law as permissible evidence. Yes. Right? To, yes. To be, Thank to be you for, in front of a, for wording yes. that that way. <laughs> to be placed in front of a to be placed in front of a jury. Yeah. And at first, I just thought of it as just another way for them to just get niggas out of here. <laughs> okay. Because, like, I mean, and and I know that you you didn't necessarily see it the same way, so I'd like you to to tell you know to repeat what you said to me when we spoke about it. Um, when we spoke, about <laughs> it. um, but I just thought it was interesting that just music in general doesn't is you know like why did why is it just rap? Why is it not music in general? And now don't get right. me wrong, I know that um, when it comes to rap, you know, there's a lot of uh, lyrics that are very violent. Um, cringeworthy, uh, suggestive. Um, I get it, but incriminatory, incriminatory. I get it. Um, but I also thought, you know, I mean, there, this ha- this has to be. I don't have to go out and listen to every song from every genre to tell you right. that rock stars and other people in different genres, you know, have possibly incriminated themselves. Um, or said some super wild shit that would make someone think like, oh, I hope they didn't do that um, in their songs. So okay. that that's where that's what that's what I was saying about it. I disagree. Okay. I do not. I think that rap music is as much as we love it. It is overwhelmingly mm-hmm. just brimming over with incriminatory lyrics. <laughs> No, th- that like that th- like the fact that the fact that we came up with this idea 
And often we don't have to do research off the top of our head. We can think of lines where if put in front of a jury, you're thinking, oh, that might not go very well for that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, he, if he's in court, this may not go over very well for him. And we can do that off the top of our head all day long. Uh-huh. But you have to go and try to find that in other music. And people, the thing is, in other types of music, people aren't really putting the dirt that they're doing. They may talk about like a wild night or partying or whatever the case, but they're not necessarily talking about so much of the dirt that they're doing on the streets in their songs as explicitly as uh-huh. it is in rap music. And and that's what we're going to get into today. We're, we're going we're gonna to look at some of these lyrics. You, you've gotten a couple yeah, I got a couple prepared and we're going to we're going to talk about these. But. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's just it's it's not even it's completely lopsided. It's not even a contest, really, when it comes to other genres, musically versus rap music. And so I think that that that's probably the case. And when you, you hear about all these rappers dying and all the dude that they're doing and, you know, the street life that they come up in, I I, get, I think. Now, not saying that this isn't necessarily a way to get some motherfuckers away. I don't know who devised this plan and what their intentions were when they did it, but that they're not necessarily just picking on rap. Okay. It's just, yeah, that's, I don't think that they're necessarily picking on rap, but these are some people's heroes though. They are, mm-hmm. they are, these are, these are hood heroes. Mm-hmm. These are people that are heroes because they took nothing. A lot of them grow up with nothing. They didn't mm-hmm. have anything. And they mm-hmm. somehow found a way to make it out of a trap that trap that they were not they were it was not devised for them to get out of. Right. And so and so finding yourself out of that, finding yourself out of that maze is something to be applauded, although we have to take a deeper a deeper look into exactly what it is we're applauding when you know some of these lines come through. So so do you have you have your lyrics ready, sir? Uh yeah. Yeah, I do. You want me to go first? All right. Uh, yeah. So so again, what we are doing right now is we are bringing lyrics forth that if put in the court of law in front of a jury, I'm pretty certain that the plaintiff would shit his pants. He's thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe they brought these lyrics up. This is not going to help me get off at all. I <laughs> might like <laughs> even if even if this has something to do with with why I'm being tried or not. It's just something that I don't want the jury to listen to while looking at me and deciding my fate. Yeah. <laughs> Those sorts of lyrics. We're going to bring that forth. Okay. So, so yeah, you go ahead and kick, kick it off with one of yours first. All right. So the song, well, one of the songs I chose is one of my favorite songs. Finito oh. <laughs> by Chief Keef. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all already know. <laughs> so. Okay. What's he say? Talking out his neck, pistol to his throat. <laughs> hold on wait hold on alright so we gotta take you slowly <laughs> alright we gotta we gotta take these slowly because one they're funny as hell when you just read them mm-hmm. like out of context without the beat without the instrumental when you just read some lyrics they're fucking hilarious but also so people can truly understand exactly what's what's being talked about alright go, go ahead again alright so Talking out his neck, pistol to his throat. So this okay. whoever this gentleman is, he's been right. talking too much shit. And you're gonna right. you're about that to is what him. talking yeah, for those of you yeah. that don't know, talking out your neck is talking crazy to someone. You're saying yeah. things that are punishable. Yes, yes. By 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 street ethics. Yes, by street ethics. 
uh, pistol to his throat. Uh, that's self-explanatory. Right. And he and he used that because if you're talking out your neck figuratively now, we're, we're, we're using imagery, then mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and put my pistol there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, blow this motherfucker. He going to choke. <laughs> if I do indeed shoot you in your neck, you are going to choke on your blood. <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay, okay okay um on the ground on the flow someone pick him up take him to the morgue oh <laughs> all right <laughs> so this well, person is this person is now dead we need to get the body out of here take him to the morgue mm-hmm. all right now has chief keith been has he been to prison is he done of time? Of course. This thing is done. Okay. It's plenty of stints. <laughs> if you are in if you are in the court system and you have a court hearing coming up and your lawyer hears that that the defense is going to come with these lyrics, your lawyer is going to have a very hard time. That's why everyone should probably just have, you know, some movies have based on a true story or based on some true events, but then manipulated to not really though. Something like that. That's what rap albums need. So that you they, can just they, you know wait, or, the street cred. Or, or you need or you need some more slick talk or something like that. You need to have a better way of talking because when you just say things just cut and dry like put the pistol through his throat. Yeah. Like stuff like that is and again it gets all it gets pretty explicit sometimes. Yeah. People will yeah. give you street names, their friends that were there, the, the guns, where you can find the shell casings on the street, like oh, where where the fingerprints might be. But like, they'll <laughs> tell you everything that they need to put themselves in prison. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's definitely so, something that they don't want. Hold on. So this this last piece I want to read all together. It's a couple of bars, okay? Okay. Um, I'm riding through New York. Then they go and shoot New Jersey up. <laughs> Try to take my chain. I ain't going. We gonna come and blow New Jersey up. <laughs> uh, if you so first and foremost, this guy has he has a, he has a problem. He, he clearly lives on the other side of the bridge, and he has a problem with at, at least at least someone from New Jersey. Right. <laughs> but prob- probably a clique of people that reside in New Jersey. Yes. So now he's starting a war with New Jerseyans. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Go, I'm going to blow it up. And blow New Jersey up. No more New Jersey. That is, te- that, that is terrorism. <laughs> yeah. That is, domest- that is, dom- that that is, is domestic, domestic terrorism. terrorism. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. If I if I'm sitting in court with my suit on, I definitely don't want somebody to play the track and and it's my voice saying those things. God forbid they think I killed someone in New Jersey. So uh, that's that's another thing. If any of these things are too specific, like if someone in New Jersey died, <laughs> you know, and your name is linked to it, and then they play these lyrics, Chief Keith could have got away with what he said. He's just because it's 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 a lot more general. Mm-hmm. Oh, if somebody's talking out their neck, I'm gonna shoot them. Blah blah blah. But then you're now you're saying, "Listen, New Jersey, <laughs> like y'all Watch go ahead out. and keep, yeah, y'all keep talking that shit. I'm gonna come blow y'all up." Now, if some people in New Jersey die and you were around the scene or something like that, if somebody put your name to it, and then I play that lyric, yeah, it, 
it's you, not going to go over too well. You had a you had a hotel reservation in New, in New Jersey at the time. You're right, yeah, for one night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was the night. Yeah, yeah, no. It's yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So wait, so those so those are two different people. That, what do you mean? Like, do you have any more lyrics to go? Not for that song. I do have another song though. Okay, okay. So that was the same. Oh, that was the same. That song. was one song. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So not nah, you keep my fuck around and go to yeah. Okay, that could have that could have happened to him. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Go, all right. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do one and then we'll go all back right. to you. All right. So my first one. So I decided to choose two people that are in prison currently. Oh. Oh, uh, hold on. Which who did uh you want to chose... you want to try to guess? I chose someone that's also in prison. I'm hoping that we didn't choose the same person, or at least not the same okay. song. Okay. It it don't matter because I got okay. I got Mo. I got Mo okay. in my mind. Yeah, I got all this right. all day. So the so the next one is a song called Murder on My Mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> by YNW Melly. Melly. So so he is he is incarcerated right now. He I believe he's still waiting on his trial. Yeah. But he's he but he's been locked up for a while now and he has been accused of killing or being implemented in the killing of two of his friends. Two of his friends that were also in his rap group. Yes, sir. And and there are theories that it has something to do with the splits. It has something to do with how the money was going to be split amongst them as they continued on. But now, mm-hmm. oh, we killed him too. Now it's just us two because I believe there's one more left. And he's also implemented, you know, into the into this crime or accused of. Now, if I was on trial for that, I'm going to now read you the lyrics that I would not want to be read <laughs> aloud or played <laughs> at my trial. Yeah. So here we go. And keep in mind that the the, the title of the song is Murder on My Mind. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yellow tape around his body. It's a fucking homicide. <laughs> <laughs> His face is on a t-shirt and his family's traumatized. Mm. I didn't even mean to shoot him. He just caught me by surprise. Ooh. I reloaded my pistol, cocked it back, and shot him twice. Mm. His body dropped down to the flow and he had teardrops in his eyes. He grabbed me by my hands and said he was afraid to die. I told him it's too it's too late, my friend. It's time to say goodbye. And he died inside my arms. Blood all on my shirt. Wake up in the morning. I got murder on my mind. AK-47s, Mac-11s, Glocks, and Nines. <laughs> <laughs> and all these pussy niggas hating, trying to stop, trying to knock me off my grind. Okay. Very thorough, specific. <laughs> I'm hoping that neither so, of his friends. So when were shot I twice. tell, so so when I tell you that I don't think they're necessarily picking on rap. That uh. rap gives explicit step by step reasons to lock them up. That I stand by that. Yeah, he told you exactly. His face is on the t-shirt. I didn't. I didn't even mean to shoot him. He caught me by surprise. Like he just, he just, he just called me by surprise. 
but then but then look look he caught me by surprise but somehow i still had the time to reload the pistol cock it back and shoot him twice <laughs> after he caught me by surprise uh but yeah so so yeah so if i'm on if i'm on trial for what he's on trial for those are the worst lyrics the right. worst right because it, it's a song talking about how you killed a friend of yours that you didn't that you didn't want to kill right. but you did it right. so so yeah <laughs> so yeah that's, go ahead that's, on, on, that's... On, on to yours on to the next sir alright so the next one I got is Hot Nigga by Bobby Schmurter <laughs> That's the one that you were thinking about, yeah. Because because yeah. I have one from him too, but we'll see if it's the same lyric. If if it is, again, I have another. I I can I have a completely right. different one. Go for it. <laughs> Hot nigga. Yes. <laughs> by Bobby uh. by Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> Schmurder murder. Yeah. Right? I'm chewy. I'm some hot nigga. Like I talked to Shiesty when I shot niggas. Like you see him twirl when he dropped, nigga. And we keep him nine millies on my block, nigga. And Monte keep it on him. He didn't drop, niggas. And Trigger, he be wildin'. He's some hot, nigga. Tones known to get busy with them Glocks, nigga. Try to run down. And you can catch a shot, nigga. So, what's crazy about this is that oh my fuck, dude, I'm fucking all these, crying. All these things were said, and oh, not too long after, he and a bunch of his friends went to jail. So, <laughs> oh man, Bobby Schmurder was putting them hits out. I'm not. I'm not going to doubt that some of these things and and what I just read did not. I'm sure these things happen. There's Hold on. Can you go down? Can you can you just start when he started name dropping his friends? Just like uh, he said. Um, oh, it's so funny it, to just start dropping your name. You're like, you can say whatever you want about you, but then you just start. You just dropping all your friends in there too is wild. Go ahead. And Monte keep it on him. He didn't drop niggas. <laughs> And Trigger, he be wildin'. He's some hot nigga. Right, right. Tones known to get busy with them Glocks, nigga. <laughs> so Monte, oh, Tones, yeah. and Trigger is out here <laughs> with them guns. <laughs> and they shoot people. Just want y'all to know that. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I just want y'all to know, by the way, my friends also kill people. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, man. Oh, that would suck to have that played in a court of law <laughs> while I'm sitting there trying to look like an upstanding citizen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that sucks. Okay. N- niggas going to court, shave their beard, throw on some glasses with some fake lenses. All of that. All of that. <laughs> All of that. So the one that I have is from the song Hot Nigga by mm-hmm. Bobby Schmurda, and it mm-hmm. is none of those lyrics. Cool. Now, now he went to jail, I believe, because of like murder and gun charges to some degree. Yeah, it was like I don't know. I think it was. Yeah, I don't know what his actual charges are, but he and right. all his his group of friends had like murder, gun charges. One yeah. of them, I think, just decided not to even speak, and they gave this nigga like ninety. 
Woo! Hold on, I'm gonna look it up real quick. While while you hold on, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, they threw the book at my man. Yeah, <laughs> they hold threw on. the book at him. Matter of fact, speaking of, you know who else they trying to throw a book at? Who? And it makes and it makes me think of AK forty seven Mac eleven Glaxy nines. You know who <laughs> was probably who was probably waking up listening to that song is the guy Eric Munchell, it, who is the zip tie guy from the state capitol riots. When the guy that everyone knows that was running around with the zip ties ready to tie some people up, uh-huh. they got to this man's house. This mother, I don't know if you've seen the photos yet. This motherfucker had he was he was Call of Duty. <laughs> he had tactical vests in the in the crib. Like over, I think it was like fifteen guns. He had assault rifles, sniper rifles, pistols, revolvers, over one hundred like bullets of ammunition, like rounds of ammunition. He had all sorts of stuff in the crib. Yeah. So they're trying to get him off the streets and trying to throw the book at him. I think it was like. 20 plus or 20 max or something like that because they're like we, if we just let this dude off we we clearly he was in the state capital with the zip ties so we know he really he ready to take it there so if we just let him out on the street with all this stuff we don't know what might come next so yeah they getting him out of there but that i think he he, he was definitely woke up with murder on his mind he was definitely yeah. on that on that ynw melly um so real quick um santino Botterick. 23, also known as Quano, was convicted of... Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. This nigga's name is Santino and go by Quano. Oh, he... Oh, let me tell you listeners, if you ever catch a nigga named Santino and he go and he go by Quano, he's in these streets hey. heavy. <laughs> heavy. Hey, heavy. Hey, what was, uh, what was that? What was that nigga's name that uh, Carl knew that I said just had a real like shady ass name? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember it. I'm gonna remember his, it later. His it's name gonna, was gonna, so shady. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna come to me. It's gonna um, come to me. That is that is funny. Yeah, but sometimes people but, do just have shady names. So yeah, Santino Boderick, also known as Quano, was convicted of twenty-three counts, including charges of conspiracy to commit murder, attempted murder in the second degree, attempted assault in the first degree. And criminal use of a firearm in the first degree. Um, Boderick was sentenced to 117 and a half to 130 years in prison for his involvement in gang warfare. Damn! And, 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 peep, and peep this. this. This man was 23. Oh my. What a waste. What a waste of life. <laughs> So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you imagine sitting in court and the judge hits the gavel and says one hundred seventeen years? Like, what are you even talking about? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? What did you, you, you just say to me? I, at this point, I'm gonna try to run up there and fight the judge because because why not? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to run up there and try to at least just swing on him. Just try right. to be somebody, at least get one good one on him. For what? Why uh-huh. not? Uh-huh. I'm gonna be in jail for 117, 130 years. So why not? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yep. Oh my god. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So that's so that's <laughs> that. I got I actually have I actually have um one more. This person is not in jail. He's just a funny dude. But this is just something you just wouldn't. I just think it's funny. So this is. You, hold on, I'm sorry. Were you going to skip over the the Bobby Schmurda? Were you just going to skip that? Or oh, you're right. I didn't even do that. We got called on his <laughs> friends and all that. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you're right because I brought up the fact that like why he got locked up. Right. <laughs> Him and all of his friends. Yeah. And this line doesn't necessarily have to do with those charges, but if I played this in front of a jury, it doesn't help. And it's also just something we got to talk about. Mm. I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade. <laughs> All right. This thing is well-versed in the art of drug selling. <laughs> I've been selling crack cocaine <laughs> since like the fifth grade. Do you remember what you were doing in the fifth grade, Keon? Do you, you, you remember what, roughly what, uh, what life was like for you? Yes, I was I was going to school. I was I was putting right. rubber bands on the ends of my pants. Uh, right. Okay. I was okay. growing my hair out to get to get yes. cornrows. Yes. Um, Did you I have was, a perm at that time? Because you had a perm at some point in time. I mean, every you had, to, you had every, the Cat Williams layback. Every so often, I got a little perm to just switch it up. Yeah. Or, or my mom put one in my hair. But um, okay. yeah, every so often I got a little perm, you know, every like when I had long hair like that, everybody was just always so excited to see it not in cornrows, especially like white oh. people that wanted to touch it and shit. So, mm. yeah, Weirdos. yes. Anyway. OK, I was riding bikes, running around, sticking my head in the mud. I don't know, whatever like you do as a young child. There were rope swings back in the woods. It seemed like a jungle to us. We're running, we're playing manhunt and tag. Right. And all this, we're having a bunch of stuff, stealing, you know, candy and sprites from 7 <laughs> Eleven. Like, you, you know, you just run around, you do regular kid selling crack. <laughs> that's wild, because that's no endeavor for yourself. Clearly, there's some OGs on the block that have you right. selling crack for them. Right, passing right. you off drugs, and you're going off, and you know, on a corner selling crack. That's wild. Let's, I don't. There are a lot of things in rap that people accentuate, and they, and they, they're clearly hyperbolic about some of the things that they're doing. But that's someone's story. That could have very well been Bobby Schmurter's story. So like, that could have been the case. It's mm-hmm. been case for other people. So I just thought that that was wild. And you also know that the crack game ain't. It's not a, a safe game to play. It's not peaceful. Meaning, right. you might need. To have that piece on you. Yeah. You might need to have that gun on you. So it just only makes me think that you've been around guns, murder, and violence even more than we know you to have been. And yeah. I don't like you just that much more because you've been selling crack for... How old is Bobby Schmurter? Like, So you've been selling crack for like 15-something years and <laughs> 20-something, which is crazy. Um, so yeah, I just I want to say that. Now, the last, the last one is by Young Thug. Anybody featuring Nicki Minaj. He starts off. I never killed anybody. Okay, cool. All right, young thug. That's nice of you to say. You never killed anybody. All right, bravo. But I got something in the but I got something to do with that body. <laughs> I never killed anybody, but I got something to do with that body. I got the street I, I got the streets on my back. 
carry it like I'm moving the body. I told him to shoot a hundred rounds <laughs> like he trying to movie the body. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 11 in the morning, skipping school. That's a truancy body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, young thug. If you're ever, if you're ever, if you're ever on trial for this, saying I never killed anybody. But I got something to do with that body. You have you have automatically told me that you didn't kill the gentleman, but you are now in somehow in cahoots with the people that did. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got the streets on my back. I don't understand why people feel the need to have the streets on their back. You don't have to do dirt in the streets in order for the streets to continue to be the streets. You right. don't have to. You don't have right. to put the streets on your the back. Street, you don't have to gonna do be that. There. Streets gonna They're be gonna there. be fine with without, without you. you. Exactly. <laughs> Carry it like I'm moving the body. I told him to shoot a hundred rounds. No one needs to be shot with a hundred bullets. No one. It's overkill. That's all I got on that. I just thought that it was funny because because Young Thug is not out here killing people. Well, maybe uh, you never know. Right. <laughs> but that's but that but that's what I got on some of the hood heroes and what's going on with Maryland. I wonder if there will be some other states that follow suit or that already are, and we don't know that rap lyrics are permissible in the court of law? I'm looking for, um, I'm looking for a specific young thug lyric real quick. Um, mm. God, there's something I wanted to bring up about young thug. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, though. Um, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I'm not prepared. Whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, that, so that's that on that. Um, rappers, just relax. Just relax. One, don't do these things. Don't do these things. Try to live a different life. Try. I know. I know it's hard for a lot of people because there've been so many rappers that have died in this past year, two yeah. years, three years. Yeah. And I, I would imagine that it's hard trying to leave a street life, but now you're kind of still around a lot of the same people, but you just have X amount of more dollars to show. For it to whatever the case may be, yeah, I'm sure that it's 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 wild. But let's try to do better, and then and then if you're not doing these things, don't talk about them. You don't even need to invite that sort of energy into your life, so people start trying to check you and try to see if you're even really about what it is you're talking. Don't even do that. You don't need to walk around with hundred thousand dollar chains on. You don't need to do any of these things. So so that's so that's that. Be be aware. That, that the court's on to you now. Yeah. At least, at least with those things, don't let those things identify you. Don't let those things be your persona. Yeah. Nobody's saying right. don't go out and get that $100,000 chain. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, but don't, try, walk, but be, yeah, but be known. Yeah, but don't, but else. don't be the dude that talks about killing everybody and taking dudes, bitches. And you, and the dude that wears all the chains and then walk through the hood and expect for nothing to ever come of that. Right. Don't right. don't don't be that guy. Yep. Don't be that yep. guy or woman because women are killing the rap. Women are. Yeah. Killing. Yo, women are I was just the rap game. I was just. Yeah, for sure. I was just listening to. Well, well, Duty and I were listening to the old TDE BET cypher. OK. With Kendrick Lamar. Went, oh, it just amazes me sometimes, like just people that are just really good at stuff. Is that the joint where he dissed Drake? That joint? Nah, I don't know. Okay. That. Yeah. But yeah, but he but he definitely he definitely killed it. I mean, maybe it was a diss and I didn't know. 
I don't know. I just thought it was like a, a wild ass verse where he seemed like what? he was dissing everyone in the world that was a rapper except for him. Okay. It was one of those. Was, like I was, was just the, shit what? on everybody. Was it the joint where he was like, ha ha, jokes on you. Yep, so on you. Yeah. High five. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. that was. I think he dissed Drake in that one when he was talking about tucking oh. a sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, right, nothing that, that was the sense. same after he was like, nothing yeah. was the same. Oh yeah, yeah, he did say dropped. that. Yeah, very, very yeah. true, very, very true. Yeah. But then I right after that, I listened to one of the more recent ones that had uh, Iman Shepard. What's his? What's uh, the Tiana player? Taylor. You talking about Tiana Taylor? Well, I'm talking. Well, we're talking I mean, about Iman Shepard. Yeah, yes, Bon okay. His, yeah, yes, the, him. So what? I'm not talking about Tiana Taylor. I'm talking oh, okay. about him. So okay. he was rapping in a cipher really? with with King Los and Cash Doll. Cash Doll was in it. She ripped that. Oh yeah, I love Cash Doll. Yeah, that yeah, that was another one. But Cash Doll definitely ripped that shit. Okay, we. I think we can move on from rap. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you have did you have something in particular that you needed to speak on, sir? Um. No, I do have something, but I think I'm going to save it for the last words. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Let's talk about, before we get on to our heroes and how we feel about that even furthermore, let's talk about some other type of heroes. Athletes. Not just athletes. College athletes. Mm. I was watching Duty play some video games. And it was at like it was at the collegiate level in NBA 2K, okay. but because clearly the NCAA doesn't sign off on on these sports anymore, they don't make games anymore. I'm sure you know of. Yeah, yeah. Because of you know they can't they don't play their they don't pay their players for likeness. Right. I believe it's called within yeah. the game. They can look like them, have the same jersey number, play the same position, all this sort of stuff, but they don't use their names. They're not getting paid. It was a big thing. It's it's still a debate amongst people mm-hmm. whether student athletes should be being paid or not. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there looking at it, and he was he was telling me why they could use certain jerseys. So Florida signed off that they're allowed to use. So Florida State signed off. You you can use our jerseys. You can use our stadium, like things like like certain small things like that. But and I believe a, a few other colleges have signed off as well. So they're doing this alone, solo, without the without the say so of the NCAA, which to everyone is the National Collegiate Athletics Association. Yeah. So they're doing it on their own. Rogue, you could call it. Right. And so we started having that conversation as, oh, well, how do you feel about the fact that college students don't get paid and blah, blah, even though they bring in millions upon millions and millions of dollars to these schools? And so we had the we had that conversation and seeing as how they are, you know, citywide heroes, people nationwide heroes to a lot of people. People take college football very, very seriously. They do. Places. They do. So they're they are hometown heroes for a lot of people. And I want to talk to you about how how we treat them and what you feel like they're owed. So okay. I'm certain you, I mean, you understand all of what, everything that I'm saying, you've probably been a part of this discussion before at some point in time. How do you, how do you feel about it? And and how far deep have you, have you researched or gotten into the mind of the opposer, the person that doesn't think they should get paid? Um, 
So one one thing here is a lot of college athletes are African American. Majority okay. of you know, majority of your NBA players, uh, NFL players are African American, and um, a lot of them come from communities where they don't have a ton of money. They're just really good at a sport. Okay. So when I think about that, you know, they they go to the they go to these colleges. Um, sure, they're the man um, on campus, but it's like. Mm-hmm. They still don't have any money. A lot of you hear a lot. You hear all the time about these college athletes that you know they be hungry. Niggas don't be having no food. Parents don't got no money to send them. They just getting a free ride at the at the school. You know what I'm saying? Um. Well, that's interesting I, because if they're getting if if we're talking about getting scholarships and and their their thing being paid for, like their board and room, their food, all this stuff, their books being paid for, their tuition being paid for, I don't understand why they're hungry. Well, I'm not talking. I'm just. I, these are just stories that I've that I've heard, and these people okay. may not necessarily. Every single person may not be getting that full ride because you can get yeah. partial scholarships and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So you could still right. come to the brink of where you like, you need some fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, sure, we'll go get a job. College. A lot of college actually. These niggas don't have time to 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 get a job. Like, well, what, you know what I I'm hear saying? is you're not you're not even allowed to go have a job. That's what I hear. Well, yeah, You're not allowed that, to. Yeah, that about. that may very well be the case. So how you, you know what I'm saying? Like if they don't have the means to, you know, to just live extremely comfortably. Um, yeah. Yes. I think that if this person has, you know, has, has this kind of following and, and, and could potentially make money off of themselves. I'm just like, why the fuck not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the NCAA says that they are college students first first and athletes second, that they are not professionals and that coming to college, coming to a university and playing this sport and, and having these scholarships, that is a payment. That is a privilege. That is a payment. Yeah, for sure. So like they're saying that is it. Mm -hmm. Why are you asking for more? Now I think it's interesting because clearly, you know, the athletic directors and the coaches and stuff like that, they get bonuses based on, certain milestones that they hit with their teams mm-hmm. in any given season. So I think that that's interesting because the coach, I mean, clearly he's not in school and he's not, you know, getting a scholarship and getting these things paid for. And that is his job. That is his day job. But he's not the one on the field getting the work done. Right. So, so that is interesting that they get the bonuses for those sorts of milestones and stuff like that. And the, yeah. the college students get nothing, but it, but it gets tricky when you talk about how to pay them. Mm-hmm. So if because the argument would be if you take away the scholarships and then you implement a salary instead, then one you have to think about like how exact like where exactly the money comes from like where like what exactly are you taking the money away from in order to pay all the students from all the different sports because all the different sports have to be paid for now. Does it, it mean any, your, does, go for I'm sorry? It. Does it mean anything to say that these like these niggas are billionaires. Like they have mm-hmm. the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying it's got to come out of their pocket, but there's. Right. I I do believe these people that are running these establishments are smart enough to be able to figure out a way to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. No. I, I could. I could definitely see that. So again, you have to pay. You have to pay everyone. All the different 
college athletes from all the different sports, and then you have to divvy up exactly how they're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Or does the person from this fucking volleyball team that nobody ever watches get paid as much as the, the star player on the, the football team or the basketball mm-hmm. team? Like, is that the thing, or are you also going to have that sort of pay gap that there is in the NBA versus the WNBA because of viewing and stuff like that? That's a good point. So then, so then you have to figure that out as well. Also, if if you're now paying salaries, it's now become a business. Mm-hmm. So off, off the rip. So now I'm thinking about where I'm going to school, not necessarily based on the team itself or the education that I'm going to get, but who has the highest bid? Mm-hmm. Who's going to give me the most amount of money? Mm-hmm. And then so when you start having people do like have those as their incentives to go to college, then for the most part, you're your kid. You're going to go. You're going to try to get that money. Right. But then if you go and you get that money, another argument I heard is what if certain colleges that don't have all the money in the world, like the huge universities that you're talking about, have to start paying their team's money, but then that comes out of other programs. Other programs that other students that don't even know what the fuck a football or a basketball is Uh are, are trying to be a part of engineering, fucking communications, whatever the case may be. They're trying to do this, but now their program is lacking in resources because we have to pay these these kids over here. There's also the, the argument of, we know when we give a scholarship what that money's going towards. We know that it's going towards their books, their tuition, their their room and board, their food. We know exactly how it's allocated. If we just give them money, clearly now they're being paid, so they're also going to be taxed. So that so then now they're they're dealing with taxes as well. And there's a there's a chance that things are going to be spent, a big chance, because they're children again, we're talking about, that are going to be spending money on once. And not needs, sure. and that they could find themselves again without that scholarship going to college, that they could find themselves in in more debt. Right. So these are just small things that I was looking up and trying to you know play around with in my mind. I, I find all the you know all the arguments really, for the most part, pretty interesting and substantial. Yeah. I it definitely seemed, don't think it's really just that cut and dry on either side, though. Right. I, I was going to say, it seems like the whole structure of everything would really need to be overhauled to to make it yeah. workable for both parties yeah. on, the, on both sides. Yeah. Because I do believe you when you say that it can we can figure it out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like if you if have they, enough if, people working towards it, you can yeah. figure it out. If they really wanted to do it, they could. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, th- I thought that that was a, an interesting little thing. So some some little home, we got our hood heroes, our hometown heroes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe, sir, that it is, I believe it's time. All right. I believe it's time right. that we get into our talk of who are your heroes. This is our meaningfulness card of the week. We've taken a week to think about this. Come back to you, the listeners, the viewers, to talk about this. I don't know what y'all came up with. You can go ahead and compare and contrast like we did our word association game with how our minds work when it comes to heroes. I definitely posed a few questions at the very end when I when I stated this question. 
So, and and I, and I definitely want to want to talk about that because it's interesting. That's why I bring up Batman. Because Batman murders niggas. He kills people. He does. But we all understand that it's for a higher purpose to mm. some degree. So I'm so glad that you're taking ethics class, Keon, because we're about to have a little class in ethics. <laughs> we we got we, we got we to talk about it. What are we willing? Like, what is a hero to us? And what are we allow? What are we allowing heroes to do? What sort of leeway do we give a hero? In order for them to remain a hero to us, like what 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 sort of noble qualities does a person have to have or a virtuous pathway does a person have to have in order for you to let certain things go? And how dire are those things that we're willing to let go? So I'm going to read the definition of hero just for all of us to try to get somewhere on the same page. Mm. A person noted for courageous acts or nobility of character. Two, a person who, in the opinion of others, has special achievements, abilities, or personal qualities and is regarded as a role model or ideal. Okay. All right. We all have pretty decent understanding of what a hero is. Remember the movie Man of Steel. It's a right. Superman movie. And I believe at the end of this movie, Superman's in a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. I believe they're in a bank or something like that. And he's holding the, the victim, the villain. He's holding the victim down. But the villain has laser eyes. Right. <laughs> Special ability shooting lasers out of his eyes. And he's slowly shooting lasers out of his eyes and he's slowly turning his head. And if he turns his head far enough, he's going to kill some civilians mm-hmm. in the building. Now, I believe that the DC Comics Universe fan base had an extremely big problem with what took place next. Yeah. I'm pretty certain that there was an uprising about this, right? There was some yeah. uproar. Yeah. Superman snapped that nigga's neck <laughs> and, put, and put an end to all of that bullshit. Yeah. And he, and as soon as he snapped the dude's neck, you could tell he was completely dejected. Yeah. T- withdrawn. Yeah. Hurt. Disappointed in himself that it, he came to having to kill a being to, to put an end to everything. He's always been able to just fly around and fix without hurting people, really. Right. So a lot of people had a problem with that because they saw the archetype of a superhero. That's what Superman is. Like there, we have all these different subsets of superhumans. You have X Men and, and the Avengers over here and that, but Superman is the superhero archetype. Like, yeah. He is that guy. He is so the for a lot of people to right. So for a lot of people to see him kill someone was was a, a, a gut shot. It was, hold on a second. This is supposed to be the guy to always be able to find a way outside of, of death to fix the situation at hand. And y'all just had him snap somebody's neck on the big screen. Mm-hmm. We don't know how we feel about that. So, but clearly, well, let me, let me ask when question. it comes to Batman or it comes to a guy like Deadpool, they can shoot and kill as many people as they want. Uh-huh. And, we, and we clap our hands and, and applaud. 
and still revere them as a hero. But go ahead, say what you have to say. Um, so do you think it's more so that they put that into the movie? Should that scene had been something else? Because what's the alternative? Those people get cut in half by laser eyes. You know what I'm saying? So do you well, think it's well, more- no? I think it's I think it's them even having that scene in there to where right. he, they put him in that in that position. Right. I like it. I yeah, like I have a seeing, problem with it. <laughs> yeah, I like it because to me, if you, we have to be realistic about about the way we look at heroes, quote unquote, idols, you know, just influencers as a whole. We have to we have we have to have a bit more realistic of a view of these people because they're people. So we have to understand that and understand what the scope of a human being is, and understand that we all have a capacity for darkness. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's, it is the triumphing over that, that makes the hero in a way. Mm-hmm. It's the triumphing over knowing that you have great abilities. I'm not just going to go over here. How many times do you just hear somebody talk about, Oh, you know, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, if I had a superpower, I would just do, do this and go rob a bank and then just go be about limo. Like if you had a superpower, if everyone had superpowers, then there would be a bunch of super heroes and a bunch of super villains. Mm-hmm. And it would just be constant fighting and stuff like that. So that's that's pretty much what's going on. How are you going to choose to use your assets, your powers, your abilities, your characteristics? And I think that we also look at that in a, in a regular human playing field as well. Because you could be looking at extremely smart people and think about the way that they use their intelligence. And it could be to manipulate people. And, and hurt people, cause harm to people, or just gain for self, whatever the case may be. So it does scale well. It's, it's, that's why we love heroes, because it maps onto our life perfectly. It makes well, it makes perfect sense. You know, there's one thing, and this might sound super cliche, but there's one thing uh-huh. that I feel like all heroes kind of have to face at some point, and that is, is sacrifice. Yeah. Like, Superman in that moment, had to put his emotions and his philosophies and all that shit to yeah. the side. Right. And he had to, he had to sacrifice that man's vertebrae. And <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yes, very, very, very hero true. hero like cuz it's just like if you if you've ever seen any superhero movie, all this you know, you know what? Hold on. I got I got something to say. <laughs> all these superhero movies, you see all this destruction and all, you know, there's always a nigga coming from outer space to, to destroy the world. You know what I'm saying? Skyscrapers okay. is toppling over and all this and all that. And it's right. just like, look, man, some, some niggas is going to have to die, okay? And it might okay. be at the hands of the person that you look up to the most. Sometimes you just got to mm. do what you got to do. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. like you, like, because uh, you know what? It always, it's always rubbed me the wrong way when people would get so upset, like, oh, the fucking city is destroyed. Like, oh, fuck Superman. Like, what are we supposed to do now? Like, right. Well, look, nigga, what do you want us to do? Should we have just let them blow the world up or what? Is that what you wanted? Like, what's up? Right. Like, what yeah, you, for like, sure, for sure. You want us, should they, should we have just let them wreak havoc? And, and just went down to Barbados somewhere and just and just let y'all have it. Like, what? Come on, man. Right. 
and waited for them to also come down to Barbados to do right. the same thing. Like, come on, right. man. Like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all should be used okay, to this shit right. by now. All right, so all right, so that's so that's where you stand is that sometimes it again, it's just people draw different lines on what has to be done. Right. And when it has to be done. Oh, right. he had to do what he had to do. And then some people say, well, did he have to do that? Could there have been a different way with all of your intelligence and all in powers and abilities? Could you have done it a different way? So that's so that's sort of the question. That's what people hold these these, well, these heroes what? to, whether they be superheroes or not, or heroes of our of our, our age of our in world. that in that moment though he was fighting a being that was his almost pretty much his equal. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, what did you want him to do? Because because if he didn't kill him. He was just gonna come back and try to do it again. And you know so do you and so you feel that way in our life as well. If you feel as though there is an, an imminent enemy enemy that is coming to destroy us, or we don't know when this motherfucker might do whatever, you feel like that that's what has to happen. So you do see you're not against the war per se, but you think maybe it ought to be last resort. Or what what is the case? Um, I think I think a war should definitely be last resort. Mm. Um, I think I think it should definitely be last resort. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Let's we've done enough talk about heroes and different and hood heroes and hometown heroes. Tell us how you feel about heroes and who your hero, who some of your heroes are. It could be one, it could be however many, whatever you've come up with. Um, heroes are people that we look up to, people that we'd love. To, to maybe be like people that uh, motivate us, people that kind of show us the way or try to at least. And, you know, they obviously leave it up to us to make our own decisions. Um, and when I think of my heroes, I think the, the I think that the first people I think of are easily my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spoken, okay. I've spoken more than once, maybe, I don't know if it, if it was on this pod or off this pod, um, about, you know, being very, very grateful that I was raised by the people that raised me Yes, sir. because it could have been different. I could have been raised by some people that could give a shit less. And in that, and, and when I say that, I, I would be also be saying that my heroes could have easily been someone else had. My parents not made the decisions and made the sacrifices that they've made to, you know, to to give me a good life. Um, yeah, you you, you could have been that, raised by villains. That, yeah, I yeah, that's villains. that's that's actually <laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it. Yes, I could have been raised by villains. Yes. Um. So you know, I could have been raised by someone else. I could have been, you know, I. I I might not even be here right now, you know. Um, I often think about the fact that, like, um, oh, man, it's gonna get a little deep here. Um, I, you know, Go on. I, I, I was born in D.C. Um, and okay. and not the good part. Um, and I think I, I often think about like, what if my mom just raised me in D.C.? What if I? You know, because and I'm not shitting on D.C. when I say this because I love D.C. and I love the bad parts, too. But, you know, in, in, in these areas, um, 
a lot of crime, a lot of bullshit going on. Um, whose fault is that? Is 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 a whole nother realm of question. Um, but like, what if my mom didn't decide to like move out to the suburbs? You know what I'm saying? What if she didn't make that decision? You know, like I could have been someone completely different. She she decided to 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 sacrifice being extremely close to all the people she loved. She you know she moved um moved to Virginia um and you know that easily changed the the trajectory of my life you know um mm-hmm. so i feel like like i said heroes they they make those decisions they make those sacrifices um i appreciate everything my parents have done um even even the ass whoopings um and i think that they deserve that hero title for molding me and essentially making me the person that I am today. And I'm happy with the person that I am today. So I, 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 I attribute the word hero to my parents. Okay. I just like in the superhero world, Marvel, DC, whatever the case may be, I can always look at the heroes I love the movies are very, very cool. I wasn't a comic book reader. Didn't really watch. I mean, some TV shows when I was a kid, cartoons, whatever. I could always see the heroicism in the characters and appreciate their different abilities and the qualities and what it is they brought to the team, what it is they were able to accomplish, especially as a team. I never had a favorite superhero Mm -hmm. to this day. Do not have a favorite superhero. I feel like. The, the word hero to me, it, it means so much. You would really have to to know that person. Mm-hmm. You really, really have to know them. So which is why I understand why you chose your parents. Because you know them quite mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when it comes to who people would say are their heroes, which are a lot, sometimes a lot of celebrities, athletes, things of such sort, you don't really know them. You know what they've given to the world. You know what they what they would like for you, what they and their publicists would like for you to see, right? And so you shed a certain light on them that maybe should be there, maybe shouldn't. But to truly know a hero, I feel like, is is a lot more rewarding. And it means more to truly know the person that you are going to call your hero. I, my hero, who I, I, I would say is... This is one of those Earl answers. <laughs> my hero is my future self. Hmm. I, thought time, I thought time was a construct. That's fine. Earth, Earl further down the construct <laughs> of time. <laughs> Earl further, Earl with more experiences. For, for me, when I think about who it is I want to be and what it is I'm doing in the, in the moment. Mm-hmm. I do not want to disappoint that future self. Mm-hmm. I don't want this person, this future Earl to be looking back at me now. Like what the, why, what were you doing? Why did you choose to do, be lazy in this way or do this or be manipulative or be a bad person? Like you, I'm here because of you, right? You put me in this position. And I want to be able to make that future Earl proud. I don't want him thinking, 
Well, damn, he, you know what, Earl? You were a pretty competent dude. You, you had abilities. You had intelligence. You, you had enough. This world gave you more than enough, far more than enough to be able to make things work. But yet, for some reason, I'm in this alley contemplating whether I'm about to suck this dude's dick for a crack rock right now. <laughs> why am I? Why yeah. am I here doing that? Right. You could have done so much better. Mm-hmm. So that's the person that I don't want to let down. That's the person that when when I when I think of this idea, it propels me. It, it propels me into trying to work so much harder and stay so much more aware and conscientious of all the decisions that I'm making and making sure that I'm walking that tightrope with the right balance at mm-hmm. all different points in time. So that's, that's my hero. That's who I, I like yeah, it. that's my hero, my future self. Like that's it. what I got for the people. Like that's it. what I got. Is there anything else at all, sir, that you would like before I read this next meaningfulness card for the next week? Uh, choose your heroes wisely. <laughs> All right, there we go. The new card that we will be expounding on next week. What can you do that you could not do a year ago? Oh, shit, I'm going to fuck this up. (laughs) (laughs) What can you do that you could not do a year ago? Listeners, viewers, you take that, run with it. See what it is you can come up with. Talk to some of your friends about it. Also, do some of the word association games with them. Do everything that we do on this podcast. This podcast yeah. is awesome. Do do everything that we do with some of your friends. It, it's it's interesting. The word association. It's interesting knowing how sort of artistic someone's mind is, and just seeing how their mind attaches or connects certain dots. Just interesting to know exactly how your friends' minds work like that. Um, but yeah, definitely go and take that. We'll we'll be thinking about it. We'll come back to you next week with some things. My last words. You just said your last words, correct? No, no, I didn't. Oh, oh, you didn't. I thought that those were that. Okay, what do you got? All right, what are your last words, sir? My last words are uh, my son turned 11 two days ago. Uh-huh. Um, I asked that, you know, obviously most of you people don't know him, but I asked that you, in your mind or whatever, wish him a happy birthday. Wish him wealth and prosperity in his mind and in his spirit and in his body for the rest of his years. I would appreciate it. I love it. I love it. I will say. What will I say? I will say that being a hero clearly is relative. What we allow people to get away with and what what sort of nobility we're looking for in people to deem them heroes is relative. To a degree. But what I will say is that, as Keon just said, his parents being his heroes, my future self being my hero, you, you, every single one of you listening can be a hero to someone. You can be a hero to to your brother, your sister, your parents, maybe your you know, you can be a, a hero to yourself. You have it. We've defined what a hero is. We've talked about all different sorts of heroes. Find that hero in yourself. That's what I got. Those are my last words. Find the hero in yourself. That's it. We out. Peace. Peace.